Welcome to Black Talk Radio, hosted by Kristen Ayana. Listen as we discuss the latest in Black culture, Black news, and Black entertainment. What's good, y'all? It's your girl, Kristen Ayana, and welcome back to Black Talk Radio, where we discuss the latest in Black culture, Black news, and Black entertainment. Now, I'm really excited because we got Prince Lucas in the building. Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. (laughs) So, what's good? How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Uh, It's Mother's Day, you know, feeling very appreciative of our mothers. Shout out to all the moms. Uh, Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's that's a good thing today. Um, Just feeling happy and blessed. Yeah. Love that. I love that. Um, okay, well, since it's Mother's Day, I might as well just start with a Mother's Day question. Mm-hmm. Might as well, because, you know, shout out to the moms. We love the moms. So, what would you say is your favorite thing or favorite memory growing up, you know, with your mom? Damn, that's a good question. Um, my favorite memory. Whew. Okay, so my favorite memory was one time, um, like... <laughs> I was being greedy or whatever, right? So, um, my mom, like, went to Costco's and she bought, uh, like, muffins or whatever, right? And, like, she gave it to me and my brothers and we all had, like, one. So, it was, like, one, like, remaining or whatever. Uh-huh. So, and then it was, like, one left and she, like, saved it for herself. But, like, overnight, I went and I went to go eat no. the muffin, right? <laughs> so, and then um, my mother was, like, asking, like, who ate the muffin? Who ate the muffin? And I was scared. It was my, like, I don't really know how to lie to my mom, you know? So I told her it was me. And it was like, I don't know. It was just a good memory because I remember her, like, not being mad, but just, like, you know, kind of laughing it off. I always remember till today, like, I'm never taking nothing from nobody that don't belong to me. You know what I mean? So, like, it was just a, it was just a funny experience. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, that was a good, funny story. And I'm glad we could start this conversation off, you know, with good vibes, funny memories and moments. Yeah. So, you know, for those who may or may not know, can you tell us like who who are you and like you know what made you start getting into music mm. um all right so my name is prince lucas that's my real name by the way right so i just he put my real name as my I stage just name feel like <laughs> you didn't, he didn't even have to do too much like, he said that's my real name like, <laughs> that way now yeah so um yeah prince lucas um i'm an afrobeats artist uh exactly. really more like afro swing like i do like mm-hmm. a mix of both um uh, what else? Uh, and what got me into music? Uh, I've been love like like I've loved singing and like making music since forever, you know. Mm-hmm. So like I, when I was younger, I know I, everybody hear the story, but when I was younger, um, I was like eight, and I used to be like on YouTube trying to like um like make covers and stuff or, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So like making singing covers, and I used to want to be like Justin Bieber, like oh, all I the time. Did read yeah. this. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to want to be like Justin Bieber, so like I would come home after school on Fridays, and I was just like, like being a member <laughs> singing, like watching his Never Say Never mo- uh, movies and documentaries. Oh my so, goodness! Yeah. Oh my gosh! But I used to really be like a diehard Justin Bieber. No, yeah, like, he's lit. Stand. like I used to have posters in my room. Yeah, like I remember my mom took me to see that movie in theaters. Oh, uh, Never Say Never, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it like with the tour and like the yeah, the yeah, yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah? I wanted to be like him so bad. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like, yeah, that was lit. <laughs> Yo, that is hilarious. I love that. Now. You know, I love that you mentioned Justin Bieber because I feel like everyone had like that that moment in their mm-hmm. life where they loved Justin Bieber. What would you say? You know, was your favorite Justin Bieber song? My favorite Justin Bieber song right now or like back then? Let's do right now and back then. All right, so right now my favorite Justin Bieber song is Purpose. Okay, that was off his like I think like 
three years ago, four years ago. Mm-hmm. I only listened to Justin Bieber as much as I used right. to, but his last album that I listened to was his album on Purpose, and he have a song on it called mm-hmm. Purpose. It's beautiful. It's fire. Like you know, um, and back then, I think my favorite song was uh, either "One Less Lonely Girl." Ooh, that had the streets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or it was another song called "Down to Earth." It was a okay, real good song. Yeah. I know that one. I yeah. know that one. Damn, you know what Justin Bieber project I really like, but I can't think of the name right now. I feel like it got the song Heartbreaker on it. And it's like. Jer- Yo, I did yes, bad. Journal, I did bad. Journal, I should have heard you know, Journeys is a good. Journeys is a yes. very good album. That, that was a good album. album. It's yeah. really good. That's like the last of him that yeah. I really like. Listening to, to, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I did bad. Yeah, definitely. Journeys was one of them. Yeah, yeah Journeys sure. was one of them. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. Can you tell us, you know, just like where are you from? Mm-hmm. And of course, like. How has that impacted you as an artist or yeah. person today? Um, so I'm from uh, I'm from Brooklyn, right? And Brooklyn, I was, Brooklyn, but, Brooklyn. yeah, I was, I was born in Brooklyn, <laughs> but I was raised in Harlem. Ah. So yeah, and my parents are, are Nigerian, so I'm Nigerian as well, Nigerian American. Um, yes. yeah, and I feel like that kind of like it's it's like who I am today, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of also influenced um it influences my music mm-hmm. because like I feel like I combine the things that. I, like I learned from Harlem and like the mm. music that I hear from Harlem and stuff and like the like the lingo from Nigeria and like the yeah. Yoruba from Nigeria I kind of like just take both of them and I just mesh them together and then I put it into my music so yeah that's how it really like kind of made me who I am um you know what was it like you know just growing up in a Nigerian household um for those who may or may not know can you kind of give us some insight into that world nah yeah so <laughs> if we're growing up in a nigerian household you gotta like first of all you gotta stay in school like that's number <laughs> one right so there's no like you're not going to college nothing like you like nigerian parents is on you right and even after you graduate you get your bachelor's they wait for you to get your master's your phd everything they want you to be a lawyer or a doctor okay. whatever um but yeah, so like that's how it is pretty much, you know, you gotta get your education. Mm-hmm. Um also it's very strict, but it's also like I think it's necessary, like it teaches you like throughout life, you know what I mean? Like right. it, it helps you like navigate through like strong situations. I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot of things I wouldn't be able to like navigate through if I wasn't prepared with my parents, you know. Oh. So yeah, that's one thing. And um on the doctor and lawyer note, right? Like mm-hmm. it's different for me though, because I feel like my parents are very supportive oh, of like good. making music. So yeah. So yeah, they're very supportive about that. So yeah, shout out to them. Amazing. Um, what was it like when you first told them like you were doing music? Like, were you scared? Like, were you nervous? Like, what 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 was that like? Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I think I was scared. Mm-hmm. I was more scared because okay. So when I first started making music, right? Mm-hmm. It was like my brother was also making music at the time. So like, it was okay for me to like tell my mom that I was making music or whatever. But it was just that like a lot of people wasn't like accepting the music I was making at the time or whatever, right? Yeah. So, like, they didn't really care about, like, the music that I was making. So, my mom would, like, listen to the lyrics that I'm saying. She'd be like, mm-mm, Junior, I don't like that. Like, she called me Junior at home. But she like, yeah, I don't like that or whatever, right? So, um, so it was just, like, kind of scary to just have her listening to, like, the uh-huh. lyrics and stuff. But, like, now, you know, I'm a little older and stuff, so she just kind of accepted it. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I love that though. Like I'm, I'm so I'm shocked because a lot of people that even make music, they don't even let their mom listen to it. No, yeah, she go and listen to it herself. She be like, "You have a job coming out today, right?" And she'll <laughs> she'll be calling me and like singing the songs. I swear, she crazy. <laughs> oh, I love that though. That's amazing. That's amazing. 
So speaking of, you know, music, I want to get into your latest project mm-hmm. before the love party. Yeah. Can you talk to us, you know, just about that? It's a super dope project. Thank you. We were playing it in here earlier. Yeah. So just talk to us about how that project came about, you mm-hmm. know, your mindset, the space you were in while recording and just things of that nature. Yeah. So um, I made that project, uh, I think about like seven, eight months ago now, mm-hmm. right? Um, well, I finalized it about seven, eight months ago now. Um, I think the project is more so like, I just thought of my life at the time as like a party, right? Like in mm. the party that I thought about was like, you have somebody in the corner that's waiting to go home. You have somebody that's over there going crazy dancing, you know? And then you have somebody that's over there, like seeing somebody else dancing with the girl that they like, you know, like, you know, different emotions. So like, I just thought of my life at the time as like, of my love life at the time as like just a party. And it was just like, it was a crazy, it was a crazy roller coaster. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it was just, (laughs) now, yeah, you know, graduating, you know, becoming an adult. It's like, you go through a lot with love and stuff like that. So I just like put all of that into the music. Um, and yeah, I just created before the love party. I love that. I mean, you can really like listen on the project. Um, and see like the different experiences mm-hmm. with each song. So no, yeah, to your for point real. of like being at a party and like that different perspective of each person that's in that party. So I love that you touched on that. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned, you know, like graduating and then, you know, just like being an adult. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? And I also know that you mentioned your parents were very big on like getting education and mm-hmm. going to college. So like were you producing music while you were, you know, studying? And yeah. How was that? Yeah, um, so one thing was, I definitely, I graduated, so I graduated from um, Boston College last year, um, I got my bachelor's here, it's a big accomplishment, shout out all the graduates right now, so, um, but, um, yeah, so I graduated, um, mm-hmm. but while I was in college, I was, like, making music, you know, I dropped one of my first, like, big songs, kind of, in college, mm-hmm. like, back in, I dropped it in college, so I was, like, getting booked for college shows, it was helping me, like, you know, like, gain more of a fan base, and, like, gain more of, like, supporters and stuff, so college was, like, really helpful to me honestly mm. I feel like that was one of the things that I probably overlooked because at the time I was like I'm ready to leave like you know like you, I'm like I'm ready to leave yeah, like, like you know, <laughs> yeah I'm like I'm ready to leave so like but it was like one of the biggest blessings like mm. in disguise for us so everybody make sure you go to college get your degree and all that right. okay amazing Boston College so what was that like being in Boston and you from New York um it was very different right so like yeah, you go to I have yeah. a couple friends from Boston, so <laughs> like yeah, you go to like Boston and like you for know I me, mean? it's not the same it's not the same vibe as mm-hmm. New York, right? But you just gotta learn how to like adapt and like make the best of your environment. Well, I don't wanna sound like because when I first started off, I was not that person. I used to be like I hate it here, you know. But um my roommates, uh one of my closest friends, my brothers, Ali, he was telling me like, yo, like you just gotta make your like the best of your situation here. Like we got four years here. You got to make sure it counts, and that's what we did. I yeah. love that. Well, I'm glad you, you know, saw it through and, you know, finished it through because that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. So we talked a little bit about, you know, your music mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I always like to ask my artists, like, as far as recording and, like, being in the studio, what is it like for you? Because I have some artists, they got to record in the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some person told me that they needed a blanket with them. Um, some people like to drink; they like to turn up. It got uh-huh. like a party, so yeah. I don't know. Everybody got their own little thing. So, what's it, it like for you? I feel like 
it depends, right? Like, mm-hmm. it depends more of, like, the vibe that I'm going for that day. Okay. Like, if I want to talk about something more personal, well, okay, so every every song really starts with me being by myself. Like, I write it mm-hmm. out by myself. Like, I listen to the beat. I write it out by myself. And then I go into the studio, right? But I usually like being in the studio alone, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like when I'm in the studio alone, I focus more, you know? Like, I don't have to, like, have people, you know, like, in my ear, like, yo, change this, change that. I just make what I want to, like, you know, mm-hmm. make. And then after, I'll just send it over, like, yo, what do you think about this, you know? But, um, yeah, I think my personal, like, uh, preference when I'm in the studio is just being alone. And if I do have my friends, mm-hmm. we're going to have, like, drinks and stuff, you know, we just pop out. So, yeah. Okay. Dope. Yeah, I think that, I feel like, too, being alone, especially when you're being, like, vulnerable, mm-hmm. is a little bit more easy. Yeah. And it helps you, like, really connect yeah. and get into that. No, it definitely helps, especially when you're singing, you know, sometimes, like, your voice could crack, like, you know, it's bad, funny, like, stuff that happens or whatever when you're, like, um, in the studio. So, like, it's just, it's more, I feel like it's more, you're more comfortable mm-hmm. when you're alone in the studio, definitely. Got it, got it. So now, um, you mentioned that you're, like, you know, Afrobeats artists, you yeah. know, in that realm. Mm-hmm. So, like, who are some Afrobeats artists that you like or that you would love to collab with? Um, all right, so there's a lot of people that I really like right now. Um, right now, I'm really into like the UK Afro scene, like, I really uh, love what they got going on right now. I want to go there so bad. That's nah, been, yeah, that's been on my like to do list in life, yeah, just to go there to the UK, yeah, yeah. The UK is fire, like, the, the music they got, the swag, the everything, it's, it's fire. They really their own world. Now, yeah, that's they really got their own thing going on. I'm definitely gonna go very, very soon, very, very soon for real. Um, but, um my musical inspirations. Um, definitely, I really like uh, a guy out there right now. He's blowing up. His name is J.O. He's really oh, good. He got the Yeah, 20, 20. Yeah, that song right there. He's fire. I love yeah. that song. But yeah, he's good. Um, I really like uh, Gatsby. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, he's really good, too. Um, who else I like? That? I like Darko. Oh, yeah. love her. Yeah, she's fire. Yo, fire. the way she just... Fire. She's uh, fire. She's mad unique. Yeah, she's very unique. I really, really, really like her. Um, who else I like from out there? Um, uh, T.R. Wayne. There's a bunch of people I like from um, the U.K., Um, but... In Nigeria too, or like in uh mm-hmm. in the Afrobeats realm as well. I really like uh Burner Boy, I like Wizkid, you know, yeah. DeVito. I really like uh Ira Star right now, Thames. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of people, I'm not gonna lie. It's a lot of people. It's I love lot. music, it's yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah, and I'm excited and I'm I love that we have entered this I feel like in the last couple of years and Burner Boy really did this with last last mm-hmm. month. Like, I've always listened to Afrobeats because, like, I'm Jamaican. So, mm-hmm. like, dance hall, reggae, Afrobeats. Yeah, I'm like, always, just all, like, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. all I, especially growing up. Like, yeah. that's all I was, my parents would play. Yeah. But I feel like we are entering this space where mm-hmm. we see, it, like, Afrobeats taking over, like, globally. No, yeah, for real. So, how does that make you feel? Um, I feel like that's crazy because I remember, like, growing up, like, in middle school or, like, you know, growing up in middle school or, like, high school, the beginning of high school. I would, like, go to school listening to, like, music and listening to Afrobeats, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, if my friend was like, yo, what you listening to? I would never tell them I'm listening to Wizkid or Jalabla or something like that. You know, like, I would never tell them, like, what I'm listening to. Cause new, I, well, like, I probably, you're not going to know. Yeah, I'm like, you're not going to know what I'm listening to. You know what I'm trying to say? So, like, now, just now from, like, you know, that year, bro. from then to now, it's, like, it's a crazy difference in, like, the people that's helping, like, the pioneers that's helping, mm-hmm. like, you know, open that up is, like, it's amazing. Like, so shout out Berna, DeVito, Wiz. Um, it's a lot of people, too. Oxlade. 
a lot of people is opening up that door. Like, there's so many people. Um, it makes me really hopeful as well for like my music as well. Because yeah. I feel like in New York, um, well, at least in the states as well. Mm-hmm. Like in the states, it's like it's hard to really get that Afro, like you know, mm. popping artist. But I feel like we're coming. Like you know, we're coming. Yeah, so. I definitely feel you on yeah. that for sure. But I'm excited and I love that. I yeah. mean, for me, it's like I love all genres of music. But again, like I'm always gonna have like a special place in my heart for like the Afro beat. Yeah, the yeah, song, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that for sure. Um, so now I always like to ask my artists, you know, as far as like performing goes, mm-hmm. I know you mentioned like in college you were able to perform yeah. a couple of shows and things of that nature. And I'm sure you've done shows, you know, past that. But um, what is it like performing as an artist? Because I know like I've heard crazy things. Like some people are like they black out, like it's an out of body experience. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. Out of body. Like, I don't know, child. <laughs> so I gotta know, what's tea? Um, I feel like when you perform it, I'm not gonna lie, I always gotta take, like, a shot. I ain't gonna lie. I gotta take a shot before I perform, for sure. Like, because it's definitely, especially when you're performing in such, like, a a huge group, like, mm-hmm. you know, in a, uh, like, in front of, like, a huge amount of people. It's like, it's so many people, they watching your every move, like, they staring yeah. at you, you know? But, I'm not gonna lie, I feel like, I really like performing, though. Like, mm-hmm. I like it. I feel like if you're prepared, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's good. Like, you wanna practice yourself mm-hmm. beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never, like, went to a performance without, like, you know, practicing my set, like, weeks before or mm-hmm. making sure I know what I'm going to say. You know, even my manager, Fame, she always laugh at me. And Sayera, too, she always, <laughs> they always laugh at me. They'd be like, you know, I write down every single thing that I'm going to say. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, yeah, I'd be like, yo, like, I write everything down, like, that I'm going to say because, like, I just want to make sure everything goes according to, like, plan. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, that's one of the things I feel like really helps. So it's just more about, like, being prepared. And for me, it's a little nerve-wracking, but mm-hmm. you can get over it once you get on stage. Like, it's it's what we meant to do, yeah. I love that. That's amazing. What would you say has been your most memorable performance thus far? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I have two. I got to pick one. No, go ahead. Okay, go okay. Ahead. Good morning, All right. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first one is, dang, now I'm thinking about all my performances. All right, so the first one is definitely... My first headliner show, right? Mm-hmm. My first headliner show was in East Berlin. Mm. I know a lot of people expect me to pick the one from SOVs, but I'm picking East hey, Berlin, really? yeah, because <laughs> it was more intimate. Like, I had about, like, well, like, 80 people there, right? Mm-hmm. So it was, like, more intimate. Like, every single person, they knew every word of mm-hmm. every song. You know what I mean? So it's different. Like, it's like, right. you feel in love more. It was more tight. Like, everybody was, like... your Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So it was, like, the support I had there was just, like crazy so like that was one of the like biggest moments for me just because we also put it together ourselves like mm-hmm. the entire team we put it together ourselves um so it was like a really it was a crazy experience for me um but my second one um is when i opened up for uh rama mm-hmm. i really like that one because it was at Bentley university and that one was really really cool i think the reason why i like that one is because you know when you go to something like you don't you don't expect people to know your music for real. Yeah, I had people like in the front row like singing my songs and it was like, you I don't know, no, like, yeah, like yeah, it's like you really know this, like you know, it kind of make you feel good and make you feel like you're right. doing something right. So like that was like a time where I really like I needed I needed it too. You know, mm. you know, you get discouraged a lot as an yeah. artist. So going to that performance and seeing that I needed it and just made me more hungry like to just keep oh, going. So yeah, that. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So I love how you mentioned like you needed that and you know as an artist sometimes you know you can get discouraged. Mm-hmm. So 
May is Mental Health Month. So I have to ask, like, what are some things you do as an artist to, you know, maintain your mental health yeah. or really just pick yourself up in moments where you do feel discouraged? Because I know for artists, for people in just life, period, like, mm-hmm. that's a really big challenge. Yeah. Um. One of the things I do is really, like, I've been trying to stay in the gym a lot. Like, you know, like, I've been going to the gym a lot, like, uh... Just running, you know, clearing my thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. doing yoga too. I got a yoga man in my crib. Oh, I like, love I be yoga. doing yoga. I like, classes and everything. no, for real. Like, you just got to zone out. Don't worry about your phone. Don't worry about yeah. anything. Literally, just focus on you and like just being, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it, mental health is definitely like is it's really real, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's, a lot of times, especially for artists as well. Like a lot of times, it's like. You sit there and you're like, dang, I'm not, I'm not good enough. And like, you know, how hard I got to work, you know, to get there. And then you constantly comparing yourself with other people, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So it's like, you just got to really just find a way to like, just block all of that out and just right. focus on like, be like tunnel vision, you know, yeah. just focus on like what you really have to do. So um, definitely for me, the gym definitely helps and like, mm-hmm. just like meditating and just relaxing. So, yeah. I love that. I think those those are all great things. And, you know, I feel like those are good practices that a lot of people can use, that, mm-hmm. you know, who are maybe struggling mentally. So thank you for sharing that. And what I will say, too, with like just being a creative and artist, I think when it's your time, it's going to be your time. Definitely. So like, don't give up. Like, yeah, for I've sure. I've actually seen um shout out to Gabe from On The Radar. He mm-hmm. talked about this in like the interview I watched the other day. He was like, you're po- you post something and it get 20 views, so then you're discouraged and you don't want to post again. But it's like that the next video that you post the next day or the day after that, that could be could your 1,000 views. It could be it. Like, yeah. You can't stop. Like, And I think a lot, it's hard and it's very, it's very like easy to, you know, get discouraged mm-hmm. in that realm. But like, just really keep going. Cause I'm gonna tell y'all, I could get two, I could get two views on the video. Maybe <laughs> I'm back next day, like shit ain't happening. For like, sure, I'm, I'm gonna keep going. For sure. Because and I, I even say this, like, don't be afraid to push your old content. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't explain how important that is as well. Because just because something's old to you, don't mean it's old to, to the viewer. Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Those are just some of my little gems. No, yeah. Those are really good gems, too. Like, you know, Thank like, my team tell me that all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. just because you dropped something six months ago and you feel like it's old, nah, it's like, it's not it's old. Not. Only, like, 20,000 people seen it or, like, you know, you right. have, like, 10,000 streams or and something. Even, and even still, people in the world. I remember, like, Lola Brooke shots yeah. her. Even with, you know, Don't Play With It, blew mm-hmm. up. That song came out in 2021. Mm-hmm. That song oh, yeah, I heard about that. Until yeah. the end of 2022. Oh, yeah. I, I had, I interviewed Lola Brooke 2020. Mm-hmm. And just just to see her growth, it's like, you know, she said, she even said it in an interview. She was like, I never gave up on Don't Play With It. Like, I kept performing. She knew it was the one. I yeah. kept performing it. Yeah. I kept promoting it. So, yeah. it's just like, you just, you just gotta, you yeah. just gotta keep going. Yeah, sure. you have to. Yeah, shout out Lola Brooke, too, for yeah, making big movements in the city right now. Well, shout out her. to her. So you mentioned a little bit before about like, you know, your management and your team. Mm-hmm. So can you just talk to us a little bit about like how was that formed? Yeah. And you know, how impactful that has been to you as an artist? Because not every artist has a team or management. Mm-hmm. So just talk to us about that. Um, I think when it makes sense to have like a team, mm-hmm. like you should have a team for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, so basically, my team right now is uh, Fame, Andy, Zaira, um, and it's just like 
it's just really us, really. Um, but be a part of like intro. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really met Fame in like I think. Man, I'm trying to think <laughs> about when I'm at work. Like it was, I think it was 2020 or yeah, 2020, yeah, 2020. I'm at 2020. I was performing somewhere, right? Okay. And I think uh, one of the bros like had posted. It was one of the bros like events or whatever, and he had posted me. Um, shout out Smooth, right? So oh, he, had, he came up here with Fadi when we had her. No, 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 that, I, that's that's GQ, that's GQ. Oh, this is a different Smooth, yeah, 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 yeah. But GQ also a part of the team for real too, yeah, yeah. GQ be holding it down as well. But um, it's some, uh, it's a, another person named mm-hmm. Smooth. Um, and he he posted me like he posted uh my he posted me like performing or whatever, right. and I think Fame was like he sent it to Fame, and he was like. Yo, you gotta work with this kid. Like he's nice or whatever. Mind you, I'm like 19, 20, hurt, right? So and then Fame hit me like, Yo, one of the bros that I went to college with, he told me about you, whatever, whatever. Like I want to work with you. So and then um, a couple months passed by. Um, I was keep working. I was still pushing like the stuff. And then I hit her like for advice about something. And then from there we just really we had a meeting and then mm-hmm. we just locked in from there. So we've been locked ever since. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Oh. That's amazing. <laughs> no, that's good for real. Shout out to Fame, and no. I'm I'm happy that you are able to like have a team. Mm-hmm. Like, would you say that has really like helped you as an artist, and how like beneficial has it been? Yeah, it's it's definitely helpful. Um, I feel like when you like when you are artist or creative, you have mm-hmm. so many thoughts in your head, right. and it's like you always need somebody to bounce it off of. And the mm-hmm. person I bounce it off of is Zaire for real. Like mm-hmm. whenever I have anything like in my head, like I'm like, yo, what do you think about this? I know it should be tired of me, but like, <laughs> but it's like you know, you just gotta have somebody to like run it by because you like, am I bugging? Like, or is this a great idea? You know? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it's like it's very helpful. You have somebody like really to hold everything down. You know. Especially when things get busy, because life get really busy. Especially when you have like a project coming out, mm-hmm. you working on this music video, that music video. So if you're having somebody to like work on different different things for you, it's like it's it's, it's crazy. Like you know, it's one of the best things like ever to have in the world. And honestly, I feel like you can't repay that. Like you know, like right. money can't amount to the kind of love that you get from a real team. Like you know, so yeah, yeah I appreciate y'all. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. I definitely think that's dope for real, for real, because I feel like once you also have a team, like, you're able to really just focus on the music Mm -hmm. and people can see that. So that's nice for real. Yeah. What would you say is like your favorite thing about being an artist? My favorite thing? Um, Right now, I feel like one of my favorite things right now is about being an artist is like I could go through something like mm-hmm. okay you see I'm on Black Talk Radio right now right mm-hmm. I could go through something and I'll go home and I'll put it in a song you know what I'm trying to say like I'll be uh. able to like like put my life into the song like right. you know so like I think that's one of the most things that like I I kind of cherish because it's like if I'm it's hard for me to like sometimes communicate with mm-hmm. like certain things like bah, I feel whatever right but if I have music there I'm able to like put it in mm-hmm. my music and then once I put it in my music it's like like it's out you know okay. yeah it's like kind of like therapy for me um another thing that i really like about uh making music is i don't know i feel like when you like meet people like random people that's not like your friends your family or anything and you meet random people that just come up to you like yo like i love that song you know like mm. i love that song it's one of the best feelings in the world like you really can't like that's that's a great feeling to have like mm. yeah it's, it's it makes you really really happy it tells you you're doing the right thing yeah, yeah, that's dope for sure. I love, love, love that. Um, so my final question for you, 
If you could leave your supporters, fans, with one thing to remember about you, what would it be and why? Um, that's great. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good question. Um, I'm trying to think, cause one thing. Um. Hmm. Oh, okay. I know. I know what I would say. I would say honestly, don't ever give up on your dreams, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's not about where you start, right? It's like about where you end, like you know. Yeah. So, like, don't ever give up on your dreams, cause like when I start, when I first started off making music, I was making like hip-hop music it just wasn't me you know what i mean like i was trying to like sound like other people and but i just stayed down and i really worked on like my sound and i now have like crazy opportunities that i've never seen before so i feel like if you're out there and you listening like and you like just want to make music just start like you know Mm. don't wait and be like you know like i'm gonna start next week i'm gonna you know start next summer to start making music (laughs) if you really love something just start it right now even Black Talk Radio, like, I'm pretty sure it was a time you was like, yo, I just want to do this, you know? Right, exactly. So you And you just started it, you know? And it's not about, like, how you started. It's about, like, where you're going, going, you know? So I think that's one of the biggest things is just, like, you know, getting started and just making sure that you stay, like, you know, tunnel vision. Like I said, once again, you just staying on top of what you want. And, like, if it's really a dream, you're going to go to the furthest extent for it, so. Awesome. I love that. Can you tell everybody, you know, where to find you, follow you, mm-hmm. all of that? All right. So you guys can follow me um, on everywhere, really, at Prince Lucas NYC. So just Prince Lucas NYC. Mm-hmm. Um, on YouTube, just Prince Lucas. Uh, Apple Music, everything. You know, just Prince Lucas. So, yeah. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. It was a super dope conversation. Really appreciate it. Thank and you. we're wishing you nothing but the best. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it.